Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Not me, that is for sure. So get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell amazing. I just used the coconut oil and vitamin E shower cream, and I seriously forgot I was in my own bathroom. It smelled like a spa. Plus, it's allergen-free, so it's gentle for your skin, and it worked in as little as three minutes, so no nicks, no cuts, and the smooth skin lasted days longer than shaving. Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all those nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates, so you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin. Have a me-time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey guys, before we get into this episode, we just wanted to note that this wonderful episode that we recorded was previous to the commencement of the SAG-AFTRA strike. That said... We hope you enjoyed this episode. And in the meantime, we're going to do our due diligence and talking to all the wonderful people at SAG-AFTRA in the midst of the strike to figure out the best plan going forward because there's a lot of gray area. And our priority is making sure that we stand firmly in solidarity with our union. Um, But we also want to be able to keep bringing you this podcast that we love doing and that you've all stuck with us so far. So enjoy this episode and we'll be back soon with an update on what's going to happen. This is Ashley Fink and on That's What You Really Missed. And That's What You Really Missed with Jenna and Kevin, an iHeartRadio podcast. Welcome to And That's What You Really Missed podcast with a special guest, the one and only. The one and only Ashley Fink, Lauren Zeiss, member of the Glee Club, a part of the Glee fam, went on tour with us. So much information, you guys. This is a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. I don't even have anything else to it's say. It's long, so let's no, let's just go. <laughs> let's let's okay. just get into it. Here is Ashley Fink. Hi, y'all. Hey. <laughs> Welcome. How are you doing? 
I am well, uh, never uh, better. You know, I'm alive. That's all we can ask for, really. When you popped on, you had mentioned this being today being the 10 year anniversary of Corey's death. You know, it's, yes. it's really I mean, wild. It's so wild. Uh, just the timing of getting to see all the day is lovely. I remember we used to always try and get everyone together, but you know, everyone's so spread out now, but it's lovely to see your faces today, but I can't I know. in 10 years. I mean, that's like a lifetime. It's a third of our lives. I mean, for us young ones, you know, half of my life. Come on. <laughs> I'm 20. That's what I'm, I, for people listening, we make a lot of dark jokes about it because if you don't, you're just going to cry. Yeah. Well, exactly. And so we've, it's like a coping mechanism, I think, because it's gotten so yeah. crazy. I made a joke um, when Ashley and I were at the Austin TV Festival, and I made a joke like that, and the room just went silent. <laughs> and I realized it only works amongst us. Yes, <laughs> that's ex- correct. <laughs> experience to this very peculiar, specific thing. Yes, exactly. we've all worked through it in therapy. So oh, yes. <laughs> yes, 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 it's true. And also, like I know we had so much fun at ATX, but like also because you and I are like you know gay men from Texas, it's like a different vibe. I forget like other people from Texas are like not mm, a drink yes. show at midnight, you know. So it's like they the, the, the dark jokes. They were like, "Wow, you guys probably need some help." I'm like, "Oh no, we got it. This is this is how we this is how we cope." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> past that. Yeah, <laughs> working. Yeah. Going great. <laughs> I don't know if I told Jenna this, but um, I, we were talking about Ashley coming on the show because I was trying to get her to be on the podcast and we were in Austin. And she was telling me how um, there was so much like different ideas for storylines and things for when she was going to come on the show. And because we've talked to people who were guest stars or regulars, the gamut, right? Yeah. And everyone has a different experience. Like, um adler not knowing if he was going to get called or like what episode he was going to be in and your experience is so specific yeah it's weird for a number of reasons but you are i mean you were in the choir room with us tour it was it's hard to remember (laughs) a time like when you weren't (laughs) and there was still like i feel like i know everything about the show like the goings on behind the scenes and then you were like oh this was going to be my storyline but things change it's like what i had no idea (laughs) escape to summer with victoria's secret pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups corset tops and other sexy silhouettes When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. How did this all happen for you? Like, take us back to the beginning. Okay, oh my God, 27 years ago. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, I just listened to y'all's episode with Romy and one of my uh, favorite humans on the planet. Yes. But our story is sort of similar in that I was probably in 20-something episodes, but mm-hmm. I feel like because I was in the Glee Club and I got to go on the tour and I was with y'all 24-7 for like years and years, that I was there for a lot longer than I was. But mm-hmm. my first How This Began, let me go all the way back. Uh, I auditioned for the pilot with Robert Ulrich, the delicious human that he is. And actually my audition was... Uh, awful because well i came in and i read and he's like you're great now it's time for you to sing your song and i was like a song excuse me what "What? what's up and he's like oh you're auditioning for a show called glee and thinking you have to sing and i was like well because i had just like tested for hairspray the musical and so it was like everyone was like you had an acting audition and then i had a singing audition Mm -hmm. and then i had a dancing audition with zach woodley where i first met him actually funny enough wow yeah and so i sang some just kill yourself country music song i don't know why what is wrong with me i went to musical theater school and robert was like mm-hmm. do you have anything maybe more appropriate for a glee club and i was like oh sure and so i sang whatever it was just like one of those auditions where you leave and you're like oh, okay so i'm gonna quit this business yeah but sometimes when you have the worst audition of your life it actually is so memorable just because you cut the bullshit and you're human you know yeah. what i mean mm-hmm. 
So I not think- everybody appreciates it. It's nice that he can see through that. Because oh, yeah. yeah. Time and time again, we've heard these stories where he saw through our mess. I know. And he was like, I mean, he's so good at what he does. And he's just the kindest. So human. nice. And bless his heart. He brought me all the way to the end for the auditioning for the pilot um, for Tina. And then possibly, you know, he was they just were like, you know, where do not, we put her? Yeah, where do we put her. But we yeah. like her. And it was kind. And I didn't get it, obviously. And then um on the eighth episode, y'all had filmed the pilot and the pilot had aired after American Idol, but the show had not started airing yet. So it was before the back nine. And I just got a call out of the blue and it was like Robert. And he's like, hey, they just added this whole storyline for this character who's this wrestler. And like, I don't like, would you do it? And can you be a Paramount in 45 minutes to meet with Paris Barclay? Oh, crazy and i was like yeah yeah absolutely because we know how glee is like then the morning they're like oh okay tomorrow we need a top of show uh-huh. guest star so That's i rushed paramount <laughs> and meet the delicious paris and i'm also mm-hmm. like, like at this time i was actually i was working a fair uh, lot. i just sort of like you're being it, humble you were she was booked and busy since she was a child no that's kind but i was recurring <laughs> on a couple shows and it was like i yeah. but i was like young but i don't know where i had this confidence where i was just like bang bang into the room you know, <laughs> I don't know. And, and the head of the dga like hi it's nice to meet you you know uh, <laughs> and pre-anxiety uh so yeah just young confidence remember that uh <laughs> so i, I uh, I missed that. I missed yeah, that. It was so nice. Uh, before you're just beaten down by life. Oh, right. right. Follow right. your dreams. Uh, so it's early 20s, and I would go bang, bang into the room, meet Paris. We clack, 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 get off like a house, you know, house on boots, mm-hmm. house on fire, house down boots. There we go. And uh, I need mm-hmm, more. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Help me. And so Paris goes, can you sing? Like, I know you auditioned for the pilot, but we never know what's going to happen to characters here. Like, sing for me. And so I did. Thank God, a more appropriate song than I sang for Ulrich. And uh, he's like, okay, you got the part. You're going to be on set tomorrow. And I had this whole storyline. I stay up all night, like, memorizing my lines. And it was like... Kurt and I had parallel storylines where he wanted to sing Defying Gravity, but he was a boy and I wanted to be a wrestler, but I was a girl. And so like I was suing the school and because I wanted to be a wrestler and he had this whole thing going on. So I my call is at like two in the afternoon. I'm taking way too long to tell the story. They no, no, not. this is this great. This is what we want because Jenna's face right now looks like my face and you're telling me this because- I'm in shock. It is rare that we hear like- Obviously, there were storylines that didn't happen, and I feel like we know but this especially is brand like new wheels, information. It's like such a memorable episode. Okay, this is crazy. Yeah. yeah. So, of course, I get a call at nine in the morning, like, hey, your call's been pushed up because there's a mess, something's wrong, and can you get here in like 10 minutes? And I was like, I live in the valley, so I'll do my best. You know, <laughs> I get brushed into hair and makeup. I'm sitting there. Colfer's at the end of the <sighs> makeup chair. I'm on this end, and I hear him talking to Aaron about, he's like, oh my God, there's this gay guy who's always out at the gay clubs dancing on tables, and people always think it's me, but I'm not 21. And like, who is this guy? And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, that's my friend Will. I was there <sighs> last night. And then later introduced them. And no. And together for over a decade. Why did I not know this? I, did, uh, my, I didn't know any of this. My first conversation on the Glee set was with Chris Colfer about Will Sherry, who I then set them up uh, years later and they've been together over a decade. His like future life partner. I <laughs> am Ser- serendipitous and weird. Aghast. Yeah. <laughs> this is gagged. Crazy. Gagged. Is that not wild? I mean, and you've then, always been the gay whisperer. That's yeah. 
Thank you for truly seeing me. For <laughs> always have. And that day at lunch, actually, you and I were kikiing. And I was like, of course, we we, we got along immediately. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then little sweet Culver. Remember when he was sweet? Mm-hmm. Um, Hardly. Sweet baby. <laughs> it was brief. It was brief. Uh, just kidding. Uh, and uh, he walked up to me and he's like, can I eat lunch with you? And I was Aww. like, oh you be gay come here yes <laughs> and so it was crazy because i met all y'all before glee was glee like i mean right. i was on the eighth episode i was already number 41 on the call sheet Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> swear to god and then okay so my whole storyline gets cut they don't even film anything except for me getting like winning the wrestling match right yeah I'm there all day Oh my they end god! Up getting the end of the day, I filmed that one thing, and they're like, "We're scrapping the whole storyline." <laughs> Literally, they all sum it up with Chris just saying like one line, like, "Oh yeah, there was this girl who wanted to sue the school," and it's like me wrestling. Damn. Okay. Couple Damn. months go by, uh, and I get an audition for Glee, and I was no. like, "I know I'm already on. I was already on Glee, right?" <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not going to say shit. I'm just going to show up. And this was for Lauren Zeises. And she's actually based on someone Brad Falchuk really went to high school with. Like, there is a real Lauren. And so I got the sides and I went and I was doing it. And I was like... You know, Robert, like I was, I was on, I was on the show. Like they saw my face. Like I, I, I did end up filming a scene and he's like, oh shit. Yeah. I'll talk to Ryan and everybody. And then they all like my tape so much that Ryan's like, okay, I'll just tie it together. The wrestler is Lauren. And that is how Lauren came to be the wrestler. Cause I had already been on the show. So then I was just this weird resident weirdo, like Sussman kind of like I was in a lot of the cold opens, just doing weird. Mm -hmm. Totally. And then. I just, my, I don't know. I was like, became really good friends with all y'all. And I was there wow. a lot. And then it was the toxic episode, the Britney episode. And we're doing toxic. And I was supposed to be like dancing in the background. And I just shouted out something like, Mr. Shoe, I want to have your babies or something. Yes. As, mm-hmm. as I do. Uh, inappropriate. <laughs> and Ryan pulled me aside and he's like, wow, you can dance. And I was like, well, I basically was born on the floor of a gay club. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and and he was like, oh, okay, all right. And it was just like, it was interesting. And so I kept coming back more and more. And then I get a phone call from Lou, my favorite human ever, mm-hmm. in Lou Eric. And she's like, you have to come. Out. Oh, what do you, can you come in later this afternoon for your, um, wardrobe fitting for sectionals or regionals? Yeah. I was like, what, why do I need why do I need? And she's like, oh, my God, did they not tell you? Do you not know? Like, That's usually what happens. Yeah. OK. And for people listening, an old, you know, true thing on sets is like, if you want to know what's happening to your character, like I found out I was getting killed off True Blood from wardrobe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So like, they know. wardrobe they know first. always knows in advance. And hair and yeah. makeup because like they, right. rip, they are the only ones who get an idea of what's coming. Yep. And right. it was wild because uh, Chris and I had become really friends. I had you know, been spending time with like Amber. You guys had your Jack Knights. I had like been to a couple stuff like that. But the weird thing was, is like I was taking Chris's place in the Glee Club because he was going to Dalton. So we never really worked right. together ever. That's so oh, funny. That's crazy. And, that's so funny. So yeah. So then I joined the Glee Club and then um I guess they noticed that Mark and I had some sort of chemistry. And then they did the whole Lauren 
Puck mm-hmm. storyline. And then mm-hmm. I got to go on tour with y'all and travel all over That's the right. world and have so much fun. And then it was just so, just such a, this industry, this business is so strange because it was like, you know, you can't ever take anything for granted, but like also you never know what's going to happen. Like I mm-hmm. booked uh, on tour, I had booked. Uh, sister actor on Broadway, but I couldn't do it because there was like a scheduling of like one date I would have needed off and Fox was like, no. And then I booked a series regular on one show and I booked a recurring part on a huge HBO show that I won't say that ended up going on to win the actress who took it an Emmy. And all this time I was like, I don't want to take it because I had just got this huge storyline on Glee, you know? And the thing about Glee is like, it was just so much more than a job. It was like, mm-hmm. we were changing the world. Like we were ch- yeah. like, seeing all these, you know, chubby kids come up to me and be like, you know, I don't see people like me on TV and you've given me confidence and all the queer kids. And like Glee was like a, a cultural moment. And I was like obsessed with all y'all. We spent every day, all day. <laughs> so, really? The powers that be essentially were like, we can't make her a series regular because there's 75 series regulars. Um, <laughs> but we've got really big plans for her in this season. So please, please don't take these other jobs. And I was like, okay. And then I was shot out of season three by 630 in the morning, day one. Ah, <gasps> uh, it's like my body and that, and that is, was it. Is uh, stiff. And, I'm stiff. Uh-huh. And I had just come off tour. I had gotten like, not to like brag, but I had gotten more press from season two than almost any of the other characters because it was kind of a big deal. I actually was kind of outcast looking. I mean, y'all are all gorgeous, you know, who's going to really, you know, but I just mean, as people really resonated with it and I was just the oddest thing. And then um, it's like that thing, like knowing what I know now, I probably still would have, it's a gamble. Like everything in this business is a gamble. Mm-hmm. I probably would have yeah. still made that same choice. Well, no, because you guys all own homes. So I would have taken the money. But <laughs> no, yeah. but it's yeah, still yeah. like a yeah. choice that I made. And then I would sort of come back like once a season until the end. Yeah. I would just like pop. I, yeah. I don't really know what happened to me. It's kind of like Romeo always says she was in the basement. I don't know where I was. But apparently all right. of a sudden I like go to Harvard out of nowhere. And then I was like, at the Sadie Hawkins dance or something. Right. But I would come back like once a mm-hmm. season. I think I was in every single season for at least an episode. I remember this because I would just have my bangs grown out. Just. And then I'd get the call from Glee being like, come on back, girl. And then I'd have my bangs yep. So finally, yep. this series finale, which was so special and so emotional for so many reasons. I got there and I was like, y'all, this bitch is 40. Like, I don't think she has bangs. <laughs> and they were like, okay, that's fine. <laughs> It's been six years. Uh, it's been eighty-four it's been years. She's four years. It's just so funny. It's just, but I mean, like the lifelong family and friendships, and getting to be a part of the tour. Obviously, that's like a bonding experience. Like Kevin, you and I were talking about, like fourteen people in the entire world experienced what we experienced on that tour. Right. Yeah. And that's right. It's just nobody understands it like we understand it. And even though I was in the Glee Club for a short amount of time, I like feel very part of the Glee family. Oh, you very much oh, are. are. It feels yeah. like you are a part of it a lot longer than you. It is on paper, right? So like weird, it's it's right? so crazy. Yeah, it feels very because you were never. Yeah, I think it's because also like Offset. You were one of our best friends. Yeah. Are so and I think were, we, it was. We always were seeing ch- you anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to separate what was work and what wasn't. <laughs> That's right. You, you should have been getting, getting paid. paid. No, but you right. could have been getting. Paid. <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, but you're right. It is. It's totally the lines blur because we were always together. 
and yeah you know experiencing such incredible loss so many times you know bonds you in this way that like nobody else can understand it's interesting but yeah that was my and then also like my whole storyline for singing badly like i was supposed to like because the coolest thing about lauren was that she was unapologetically herself yeah she probably had every reason to be the wilting flower in that school but instead she just owned who she was and was a badass which was so fun to play Mm -hmm. um but my whole storyline was the only you know chink in her armor if you will was that she was nervous to sing and so there was this whole storyline where i was supposed to be nervous to sing and then i sang i know what boys like that was your first number right yeah, that was my solo. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it was supposed to be bad, kind of bad, but kind of fun. And then maybe mm-hmm. sing the first half live because they wanted to really sound like I was nervous. Um, and then I had this oh. whole redemption arc where I like sang and had a solo and like did great and like loved being in the Glee Club. And then like in the rumors episode, Chris and I had a duet that we did. We recorded secondhand news, but never. So it's like, I was like, Romy said she would get the script and there'd be all this stuff for her to do. And then she'd get to set and it was all gone. I was like, that was my whole, wow. like, cause that was like the time that, you know, Wild. shiny, pretty things. Like that was when Paltrow was like, I, I want to be the star of the show. And everyone was like, okay. you know. <laughs> Right. Uh, so right. she took my whole Her. arc. So she got the arc of like becoming a wonderful singer. And I stood in the background a lot, uh, which is fine. I mean, what else? Uh, but welcome. Welcome to the club. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Friday nights? Remember Fridays? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is swaying in the background club. <laughs> yeah. This is a Friday night. Welcome. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah. So it's just so weird. Like all the things that could have been. But yeah. either way, it was like, I, I'm very grateful for the experience. But it's just, it's all just so strange. And again, like just looking back on it, it's so bittersweet. Like I was watching uh, Silly Love Songs last night. And I was just like, jeez, mm-hmm. it's just hard. Mm-hmm. And also, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because we've changed so much. We were so young and we've grown so much and experienced loss and all this stuff. And we've all been to therapy, but mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like me like watching it. Mm. Is that, do you experience that? Weird. Um, kind of. Yeah, yes. There is some in the sort early separation. days. Yes. Yeah, yeah definitely. I'm scared to when it actually gets closer, closer. to the end yeah. where it's mm-hmm. going to feel more like me. You're more you now. Cause you're more grown up and it's more, right. I could totally, yeah. The last episode I could totally, yeah, that's totally me. But like, that is such a good, interesting point mm-hmm. <laughs> that I didn't think about it like that. Yeah. But yes, it's almost like you're watching. It's like outer body, right? You're just watching yeah. this person that you're like, I don't physically remember being there. <laughs> like I remember the time somebody farted in the hallway and we all want to die. I remember <laughs> all these weird little moments. Core memories. Yeah, I remember, you know, Michael Malley's jacket exploding in the Super Bowl episode. And it's like episode. Oh, that? It got too close to the heat. No. Too, they- because well, you were dying. You were sick as shit. Yes, you were dying. Oh, that's right. Yes. And uh, the big, they had these huge heaters for people who, um, we, while we were off set waiting to shoot, yeah. they had these massive fire heaters. Like, and, and Michael Malley was had his back up against one and didn't realize. And it went up 
and play. Yeah, he was wearing like a dog. Very small, jacket. very small, no. but. And Ryan was freaking out because Entertainment Weekly was there, of course, because they were covering the Super Bowl episode. <laughs> episode we ever did. And we were all like freezing. And we've been there for like 20 hours. And Romy was passing out the tequila as she's wont to do. And mm-hmm. Kevin, you were sick as a dog. And mm-hmm. they, of course, they make the fat bitch push him across the football field the whole way, every take. I was like, oh, what? Oh, you pushed him the whole time? Because he was oh. weak to like do it himself. And I was like, of all the people, like, they really must not like me. <laughs> but Entertainment <laughs> Weekly was there. And so, like, Mike was cutting up and like got too close to it. And his literally, his jacket just exploded. The, the down feathers went everywhere like snow. And we, oh, oh my God. God. But I think it gave us the energy we needed to get through the episode. We were laughing it was funny (laughs) after we figured out that he was and yeah and he was fine he was got another jacket from somewhere it was just (laughs) so funny escape to summer with victoria's secret pack your bags with just arrived swim cover-ups corset tops and other sexy silhouettes when the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra from the Very Sexy Collection in on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secret's wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage from full to cheeky to minimal, now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape Fragrance, a free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent, dive into a vibrant blend of juicy guava, lush palms, and summer glow peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Let's talk about something we can all relate to, hair removal. Not exactly the highlight of our day, right? Between Nick's cuts and razor burn, the worst. But guess what? Nair, the OG, has taken hair removal to the next level with their new sensational shower and body creams that smell amazing. Literally the best thing ever. Nair's new scents have turned my bathroom into a spa. My favorite is the soothing aloe and water lily body cream. It smells so good. Plus it's designed for lingering freshness so I smell and feel good for the rest of the day. And who doesn't love that? Nair's new shower and body creams are super easy to apply and work in as little as three minutes and my smooth skin lasts 
days longer than shaving. You can use it on your legs, arms, underarms, even your bikini area, which is perfect with summer right around the corner. I just went on a trip to New York to visit my family and I used Nair before I left. I didn't even need to pack a razor because I knew my legs would be smooth the entire trip. So check out the new and improved body creams and shower creams from Nair, the number one hair removal brand. So smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You know what I think is wild is that Ryan didn't like Ryan was so hands on the entirety of the series, even when he like wasn't around as much behind the scenes. He was still in that writer's room every day doing everything and showing up on the fact that Paris brought you in and Mm -hmm. he allowed Paris to like vet you because I I mean, if you're going to trust anyone, you trust the president of the DGA, like future president of DGA. Um, did you like what was that like though going in there because it's not ryan it's not paris's show yeah why was he the one well, to do normally it? directors directing the episode the directors but he had hire the guest for like the future of the series yeah, well because he's smart and he knew what was happening he's just yeah the foresight and i had auditioned for the pilot yes. i think i had met brad and ian and and ryan not met them but like audition in front of them and stuff like that going through the callbacks and the producers and all that stuff for the pilot so and i think robert it was literally like we have to film this tomorrow morning that's 4 p.m on a tuesday and they called robert and said give us a girl and robert said this is the girl and then paris said okay Mm -hmm. and at that time it was just a guest star for that one episode it was a top of show guest star but it was still just yeah so it was kind of like you know what's the worst that could go wrong if she's terrible um and he just had the foresight he literally said you never know what they're gonna do with people on the show episode eight and had me sing and it was just so strange but i always had very smart connection with him because he directed a lot of my episodes i had a fair amount to do in and he's just the sweetest human and yeah i was very lucky that he like me yeah. wow i feel like there were a couple of directors like him and like eric stoltz that look, had the foresight to sort of look yeah at the actors and the characters of where are things going and how can we plan because they that's didn't why want they're the us best or the characters <laughs> yes to get lost and you know so the cogs true. of the machine it was so <laughs> lucky when we got a director like that and also brad beaker i loved when he directed because he was an editor and he knew exactly yep. what he needed and what he did mm-hmm. and he also because like directors that like keep the whole story and in the whole big picture in mind are always it's always so much fun to work with because you feel seen you know where sometimes it's not always that it's like a shiny thing is more important than getting a background shot of somebody watching somebody they used to be in love with but sometimes you'd have a director that'd be like oh right they dated let's get a shot of her watching him do this you know what i mean and it's like yeah i just it builds the world in such an amazing way and and paris and eric and they were always so great at that. And anytime Ryan would direct, that would always be so wild. The wildest. <laughs> yeah, the wildest. And but it's so funny. I remember one Snicksmas, actually, the first ever Snicksmas. I was there and Ryan and I were chit-chatting and he kissed me on the mouth consensually and was like, welcome back into the family. I've missed you. I've missed you so much. And I was like, oh, thanks. Like, yeah, I, I would love to be. And then I, I never got a call. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> But I always 
always loved him. I always lived to make him laugh. You know, mm-hmm. I, I lived to, and then, but I didn't learn until too late. Like, you know, he'd always be like, oh, what's the goss? Like, what's going on? Tell me. What's- mm-hmm. And I'd always tell oh, yes. him everything. And I was like, oh, I should have really strung him along. You know, I should have kept him wanting more. <laughs> then he'd bring you back and brings Icy's back and get, get more tea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a great combo. This is great. This is a really good combo. Um, Ashley has so much to share. It's crazy. Like, the things that I learned today. This is what I'm saying. So I originally, <laughs> I'm basically blackmailing her, not blackmailing her, but I did this thing for her in Austin and I go, okay, I'll do this for you and with you, <laughs> but you didn't have to come on the podcast because she told me all these stories and there's even more. Damn. And my mind was blown. I was like, I can't wait to tell Jenna because well, Ashley's got fairy veil. She's got secrets and stories. <laughs> and that's hair. also why this interview keeps going. So come back next week for part two. <gasps> that's what you really that's what you really missed. <gasps> <laughs> See you next week. Thanks for listening and follow us on Instagram at and that's what you really miss pod. Make sure to write us a review and leave us five stars. See you next time. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right.